2: now
4: Welcome, welcome everybody, my name is Sean, and today we are going to talk about what is going on in the city of Portland, because it appears that they have decided to map their judicial system based on how Arkham Asylum works in Batman the Animated Series, in that weirdos with gimmicks, supervillain-like figures, get released over and over and over again, despite a comical amount of convictions. We are going to talk about somebody who has pled guilty to over seventy seven felonies and yet he is still on his way to another release and of course we're talking about snake man the legendary burglar but before we get into that i want to thank everybody who signed up over my website actualjusticeword.com join
5: give me the money give you give me the money Okay?
4: And thank you to the podcast listeners on Spotify, Apple, and Google's podcasting platform.
5: Slithering like a snake after breaking into dozens of Riverside County businesses. That's the so-called snake burglars MO that we've been telling you about for months. But in April, 32-year-old Christopher Michael Paul Jackson was finally caught, and now three months later is set to be released. Inside a Riverside courtroom, Jackson pleaded guilty to 54 counts of felony burglary.
4: So if you're listening via the podcast, you might not be able to see this man crawling on the ground or slithering at as is his modus operandi, and thus earning his moniker, the Snake Burglar. And as I said in the open, this is a person who has pled guilty to over 77 felony counts of burglary... That's
5: right, and the DA says that's because those were non-violent offenses. Now, despite uh, pleading guilty in court to those counts earlier today, we're told that within the past nine months, he has actually pleaded guilty to a total of seventy-seven felonies.
4: And as the local news reported, is on his way to be released, Arkham Asylum style, in just three months. The argument that they're making for this guy, this serial burglar, this supervillain who has yet to design his snake-like costume, being able to be released is that his seventy. 70- 27-plus felony burglaries, they're nonviolent, so there's basically no way humanly possible we could hold this guy in jail. Sure, he's a repeat offender. Sure, he's shown a propensity to reoffend. but in reality, in actuality, as Emma Viglin would say, that just means... He's the most desperate. That just means he's the most deserving of soft treatment.
5: Probably because this they're is because incredibly they're impoverished offenders. and they need to find a way to actually sustain their livelihoods in this country.
4: He's the most pathetic, sad sack Aladdin you've ever seen in your life. So much so that he's acting as if he's Jafar's staff, shaping himself like a snake and slithering across this floor.
1: Towards the end of the first twenty-five, he's smirking and like giggling because it's a joke. He's doesn't take it seriously.
5: Brian Perone's Riverside sandwich shop, Delia's Grinders, is one of the businesses that were broken into. That's why Perone was compelled to read a victim statement during Jackson's sentencing.
4: So, first thing that you need to notice when you're watching this video is that while he's in court, he's laughing, he's smiling because this guy knows for a fact that there are no consequences for his actions. Second thing is that I had stated that he has not really taken on the personification of his moniker. But it looks like he has. I'm not saying anything, but with that haircut, the way it angles his face, the way he's smiling... He looks a little snaky this guy is on his way to becoming a full-blown villain and everybody is going to regret it when he starts incorporating some kind of venom delivering apparatus into his crimes and then a lot of people end up being dead the fact of the matter is they have nobody at the scale to deal with who this person will become and yet they're releasing him over and over and over again in the hopes that the inevitable is somehow less evitable what in this sentence it's being ordered today will stop this criminal and self-declared drug addict from doing this again.
5: Jackson was sentenced to seven months in jail, but the Riverside County District Attorney's Office says because of what's called a good time credit for being in custody since April, he's already served that time.
4: So as the local news said, he only got sentenced, again, this is somebody with 77 felony burglary convictions to his name, to seven months in jail. However, that was completely wiped away due to the fact that, like many other states, ends up giving you some form of good time, which all ...often is represented in double day credits for your time in jail awaiting trial. So since he waited about three months or so... To be tried and convicted and reach this plea deal, his seven-month sentence falls within the doubling of that jail time, so he's free to go. Now, they've attached 12 years of probation in order to monitor this individual, but if this kind of plea bargaining tactic, where you let him out of jail over and over and over again, didn't work for the first one, two, all the way up to 77 burglary convictions, then maybe, just maybe, you could call me a bit cautious that this probation system is going to help. And again you can see by the look on his face by his haircut that he's becoming more and more villainous so it's only a matter of time before he incorporates some kind of venom into his scheme or maybe just maybe and I might be speculating here because I don't know about whether or not if he was radioactively exposed to some kind of snake he actually starts eating his victims full anaconda style we don't know ...what this man has up for us... ...but the fact of the matter is... ...when you have an animal-like nickname... ...and you're a repeat criminal... ...and Gotham City releases you over and over and over again things are gonna get out of hand really quickly.
5: He was also given 12 years of probation. Tomorrow he'll have to check in with a probation officer and he'll be fitted with a GPS monitoring bracelet, which he'll have to wear for the next 12 years as part of the negotiated sentence today. Uh, He'll also be ordered to go directly to an inpatient drug treatment program.
4: Now, the district attorney gives her pitch for it or whatever, I don't know too much about this individual by what she said, she sounds ridiculous and absurd, but they actually give additional information On what is behind this, that I think is quite telling.
5: Rick Berry with the DA's office says it was the best possible outcome given the laws in place, like a
2: No
1: fighterflare.com Flair.com.
5: Assembly Bill 109, which diverts nonviolent offenders from serving time in state prison to county jails, but because of overcrowding, habitual offenders like Jackson are repeatedly released.
4: So statewide, and of course, these are the reforms that are passed in and around the BLM movement. This is possibly passed after the Black Lives Matter riots actually prohibits so-called non-violent criminals from being held in prison so they get shifted to the county jail the county jail does not have enough space in order to house them so that ultimately ends up leading to a circumstance where the county jail being full ends up putting pressure on the prosecutor to offer a sweetheart plea deal and because the criminals and their attorneys are aware of this law they're aware of these circumstances they decide that they're going to get the best possible deal because in reality they're negotiating with the prosecutor's office with absolutely no leverage. Now, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't give a damn about this classification nonviolent crime.
5: These were all nonviolent felonies, so he is ineligible to spend any time in prison. As for Perone, who lost about $2,500 because of the break-in, well, he's hoping that something will change.
4: What we should be focused on is whether or not the crime has a victim or it is a victimless crime. And we should also be focusing on incapacitating repeat offenders. If you make a law that says no matter what, you can keep committing the same crime over and over and over again, 77 felony convictions for it, but you can't be sent to prison and you incentivize plea bargaining like this, you're going to have an uptick in crime. You're going to have repeat offenders. And considering the state of businesses, considering they're losing residents in the top 10 of this country in terms of their per capita population, this has been an absolutely disastrous policy at the state level. We're just seeing this reflected in the city of portland and maybe the district attorney or whoever's in charge of their jail capacity is not willing to do what's necessary i.e., build out the jail capacity in order to solve this problem burglary is a serious crime it is a dangerous crime the idea that because you burglarize a place and you didn't happen to be violent therefore you're not a dangerous criminal is ridiculous and absurd this guy is adopting the attitudes and persona of a snake if somebody happens to confront him during the course of the burglary, and then he gets violent with that person, are we going to pretend like there was no indication at all whatsoever that this could have potentially escalated to this point? Are we going to say, well, in his 77 other burglaries of businesses that were closed, he never seemed to throw a punch as far as we could tell, probably not even true, by the way, based on the way that district attorneys and states like this tend to operate, that therefore we had no indication this would ever escalate to violence some people would legitimately look at the 77 felony convictions and argue yes But when I see somebody who is an admitted drug addict and is doing these crimes in order to get his fix, I see somebody who's incredibly dangerous, somebody who's been told that this piss-poor behavior is absolutely okay, and an ankle monitor ain't going to solve these problems, especially when you consider the fact that ankle monitors in this country are often not something that the police can even put somebody in jail for, for violating. So if this guy has to be diverted to county jail and he violates the condition, of his probation but there's no room in county jail and the state prison won't accept him then what's the point where's the incentive for him to follow the terms of his parole for him to not go to areas where it's inappropriate for him to go there if there's no accompanying punishment you to the ankle monitor on his leg, to the 12 years parole, to the idea that he has to go and attend rehab. But you know for a fact that once he gets certified clean for at least a day, they'll probably be pushing to expunge all 77 of his burglary convictions because that's how ridiculous and stupid some cities in the United States actually are. They're quite literally developing supervillains. Now, I'm hoping that the San Francisco guy who's trying to be Batman, I know his name is Boots, but honestly... We got to fix that name, ends up going from San Francisco down to Riverside to have this California matchup battle to the death well, hopefully not the death and lock this person up a villain needs a great hero and they happen to have one that they're not appreciating up in san francisco things will get really epic in this country as vigilantes versus criminals adopting villainous personas will finally be a reality in my lifetime now i obviously don't want that to happen i'm obviously joking but the thing is I'm not joking, I definitely want that to happen, and if some toxic waste or nuclear fuel can enhance this situation with superpowers on both sides, I'm all here for it. ...from a reasonable and safe distance, and, you know, I'm looking for my superpowers as well. I'm not saying anything, but but I'll be on board. What team would I be on, heroes or villains? You'll have to find out when you send me over that super soldier serum... ...to the email address listed in the description box of this video. But anyway, that's all I really have for you guys today. It is a serious story, as I said. You have somebody who is a repeat offender, he's addicted to drugs. It's only a matter of time before this goes south, and you could incapacitate this individual in jail, force him into rehab, not just try to limit him with an ankle monitor, but they have an absolutely idiotic bill, an idiotic set of laws that made their jails completely overcrowded, and then they say that they can't have any non-violent criminals in the state penitentiary, which makes absolutely no sense, because as we've talked about on this channel, sometimes throwing a punch is not the greatest harm that you can do. Bernie Madoff never decked anybody in the face, but he ruined more people's lives than most murderers in this country's history. But again, that's what I think. Let me know what you think down in the comments below. If you like the video, show them by leaving a like, subscribe for more content, follow me on my social medias, support me via the support links in the description of this video. This has been me talking about the snake, the super villain, soon to be taking your whole city hostage. Till next time.
1: Now